as you already know, I love British slang, right? I love using it, I love teaching it, I love everything about it. But does the rest of the UK feel the same way that I feel, right? Maybe you're a bit confused about when and where and even why you should use all of these slang words that you're learning. So let's talk about it. All right, mate, and welcome to the Brit Speak Pod, the podcast designed to help you understand British life, British culture, and of course, British English. So let's get cracking. Hey up, mate. How are you doing today? I'm not too bad. Thanks for asking, and welcome to episode 11 of the Brit Speak Pod, where we're going to be answering the question Do British people use slang all the time? But before we get into that, if you're new around here, nice to meet you, mate. It's a pleasure to have you. Do me a favor. Before we get started, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. I'd appreciate that. And if you're not new around here, welcome back, buddy. Hopefully you had a good week. It's nice to see you again. So today then, we're talking about British slang. Again, you must be getting a bit sick of it by now. Every couple of episodes, Dan's here again. He's talking about British slang again. Well, sorry, not sorry. I absolutely love slang, so I like to teach it, I like to talk about it, and that's why, once again, I'm back here talking about British slang. But today is a bit different. I'm not here to teach you specific slang words. We're here to talk about the when, the where, the why, when it comes to using these words, right? Because I get a lot of questions on Instagram and and Facebook or whatever, with people asking me like, Dan, is it okay for me to use this slang word? Am I allowed to use it at work? Is it okay to use it to talk to this kind of person? Will Americans understand me? There's a lot of questions about British slang. So I kind of wanted to talk with you about these things just to clear up some of the misunderstandings, you know? So first of all, we're going to start. I've got three main points, I should say, uh, before I jump into it. I've actually got three main points I want to talk about. And the first one is that it depends on the person, right? Everybody is different. We're all unique in our own little way. And that's magical. That's the magic of life. So, of course, everybody feels a little bit differently about slang, right? So when it comes to British slang, it really does depend on the person. For example, younger people tend to use slang more than the older generation, right? So for me, I grew up, you know, in the 80s. Wow, that's sad thinking about it. I grew up in the 80s. And slang where I grew up was really common. And all the way through school, you would use all these kind of slang words, but they weren't the same slang words that came before. Like each generation kind of cultivates its own use and slang words and the way that they actually interact with the language, which is cool, right? So the way I did it is different to the way that the kids do it now. But generally, I feel like slang is more common among younger people. Maybe it's just a way that we can speak to each other without our parents being able to work out what we're actually talking about, you know? You know, you need a bit of secrecy as a teenager. You know, you need to be able to tell your mate that you're going to sneak out at night and buy a bottle of cider and drink it on the park (laughs) or whatever kids do. And you don't want your parents finding out about that. So you have to invent a secret language. So slang kind of fits in there, I think. 
So I think that's important. I would say that old people do use slang. Don't get me wrong, like old people use slang, but it's proper different, you know. Like the slang that old people use is really, really different to the slang that young people use. For example, I, <laughs> this is a true story. I was once in London with my brother. We were in Waterloo Station, I think. And a young kid uh, was having an argument with an older bloke. They'd obviously had some sort of argument and they were fighting, right? Well, they weren't physically fighting, but they're having an argument, right? And the old bloke, a proper cockney, you know, and he said, Oh, you mug! So this, I should explain, mug is like an idiot. So calling somebody a mug, you're calling them a clown, an idiot, you know, this kind of thing. And the young kid, um, he was like what they call roadman slang. Maybe you guys have heard of this. And roadman slang is like, you know, London, urban, multicultural kind of slang, right? You know, Shut up, you Ross Clark. <laughs> Which, <laughs> that juxtaposition of you mug and you know, shut it, you Ross Clark, or whatever he said. <laughs> like, that colliding of the two different cultures, as a, as a bystander for me, were pretty funny. I was like, wow, you're not going to see two more opposite ends of the spectrum colliding uh, at the same time. But I enjoyed it. So there you go. That's what I mean. Like, old people and young people, very, very different. And I would say that slang also tends to be a little bit more common in like working class areas. And I, that makes it sound like it's bad, but it's not. It's just that really posh people don't tend to use slang. So the upper classes tend to speak more eloquently and correctly and they use a, a modern RP accent, you know. They, they take a lot of time. They, they try really hard to maintain that air of, you know, elegance, right? And you can't really be elegant like the queen. I can't imagine back in the day, the queen came home after walking her corgis and she was like, oh, Charles, I'm absolutely bloody knackered. You know, I can't imagine her saying that. But more down-to-earth people, more working-class areas, and even like the middle classes and stuff, will often use slang, right? So it's not universal is what I'm saying. Old people use it differently to young people, Upper class people don't really use it as much as lower class, lower class, working class people. <sighs> lower class. I am from the working class, but I call myself lower class. So probably something I should work on in therapy, that, I guess. But <laughs> whatever, we'll call it a slip of the tongue. Anyway, so that's the person. And in this, you will meet young people that don't like slang and you'll meet old people that love slang. It's like not, you know, cut and dry. It is a bit of a spectrum. Some people love it, some people hate it, and for every rule, there's an exception. So don't take it that seriously. But that is kind of the first point I wanted to make, which is it depends on the person, right? The next point out of three is that it depends on the situation. Now, a big thing about slang is that it is situational. You can't just use it across the board and you can't use it too much. If you replace every single word in your sentence with slang, it sounds like a caricature, caricature of a British person. Oh, hi, Governor, how are you doing today, love? You know, like, oh, nobody really speaks like that, mate. Calm down. Just, you know, use it a little bit more sparingly than that, right? <laughs> but 
the situation where you're going to find most people using slang is things like casual situations. Maybe, you know, you're with your mates or you're at the pub or you're at the footy on the weekend, you know, you're in a very casual, laid back situation. Uh, in these cases, you're going to hear a lot more slang than, for example, a board meeting with the CEO of the company, right? You're probably not going to hear it that much in that high level meeting, but, you know, on the tube, on the way to the footy, maybe you're going to hear it, right? It's like that. So it's something you need to consider. I would recommend casual situations. Even better if it's with people that you know well. We tend to use slang with people that we know really well. Family, friends, co-workers, and so on. With co-workers, it depends if you use it inside the business or outside the business. It, case by case, some people. When I used to work at my last job in England, I used to use slang with my co-workers inside work all the time. It's fine, but it's, once again, case by case, depends on the person, depends on the place, and so on. So yeah, tends to be with people you know well in casual situations. The good thing about slang is it's like, it makes you feel part of a group, you know? We often use it, slang as a way to identify things about people, like what generation they're from, what area they're from. Like, are they part of our social group? Are they into the same interests and things that we're into? So you can use slang to kind of identify if somebody's part of your group or they're not part of your group. And this goes back to what I was saying earlier about teenagers. The reason it's so common with teenagers is because they're at that point in their life where they're trying to find which group they belong in and they're trying to find their place in the world. And they're also trying to make sure the parents don't know what's going on, you know, <laughs> So they use slang as a way to kind of try and identify with different groups and stuff, which is interesting. So like going back earlier to this roadman thing, uh, I should explain a bit more. Roadman is a kind of slang or dialect that's quite common in London. It's called like multicultural English or I can't remember the exact phrasing of it, but basically it's like a, English started out, obviously, in England, but then we had a lot of immigrants from, like, Jamaica and India and all these other cool places. And they all came over, and the language kind of got melded together. So you get, like, especially English and Patois, which is, like, Jamaican, right? So you'll often hear kids in England, in the south of England, be like, Wagwan fam, which is quite a Jamaican-style pronunciation and stuff so it's kind of cool how that's evolved but that is really common more with the younger generation especially it's quite common in like the grime music scene you know there's a kind of like british grime it's kind of like rap music and it kind of goes hand in hand with this so the roman slang is often really commonly found in grime music for example so uh, if you want to know more check out things like stormzy or big nasty or uh, jme these are all really common, not common, really good and well-known grime artists in the UK. Um, and I'm not that up on grime music. I know a bit about it, but not much. So that might be a bit out of date by now, but it is what it is. Anyway, so it's also really common to see people using slang on the old internet. The tinternet, as we say. <laughs> the internet, tinternet. Anyway. So it's quite common for people to use slang online because online is an extension of usually spending time with your mates, right? So you go to different websites, Twitter and so on and so forth. And social media is a bit like spending time with your mates. It's social, it's casual. 
So you might see slang on those kind of things as well. And the internet birthed its own slang. You know, there's a load of slang that's just used on the internet. And I guess meme is a good example of this, right? M-E-M-E. -E. Uh, I don't even know the correct pronunciation. For me, it's meme. But I've heard people say meme. -me. I don't know which one is correct. For me, it's meme. And that's basically slang for some kind of picture or image or video that is reused to make lots of different jokes about the same thing, right? So yeah, that's kind of internet slang. And you get a lot of abbreviations on the internet like, uh, you know, BRB, AFK, blah, blah, blah. These are all different kind of abbreviations, which probably I'll cover at some other point in another video, but not today because we're talking about slang. So yeah, internet is another place that you're going to find quite a bit of slang. So it's a good place to learn slang if you want to pick up some new slang in context. Go to somewhere where British people are online and look at the way that they talk to each other. So yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And the third point today, the final point I've got for you is it depends on the location. So it depends on the person. We already talked about that. It depends on the situation. But it also depends on the location because not all British slang is the same. It's, it really isn't. Words we use in the North are not used in the South and vice versa. And even within certain accents or dialects, if you like, for example, I'm from Yorkshire. Yeah. So I use a Yorkshire accent, Yorkshire dialects, and of course, Yorkshire slang. For example, uh, a really common piece of Yorkshire slang is a butty. A butty is a word for sandwich, right? But not all people in the UK will use that word. Like if I go to certain parts of England, that's for a butty, they might not know what I mean. So the slang depends on the region. It depends on the area. And you can go even deeper than that. For example, in Yorkshire, which is not a huge place, there's different dialects, like the Sheffield dialect and the Sheffield slang is different to Barnsley, it's different to Rotherham, it's different to Leeds, it's different to all. They're all different. And there's certain words that I use that other people around me, even 10 minutes down the road, maybe don't use. And they may be not that familiar with it. So it really does depend geographically on the area that you're in, which slang words you should be using, right? Now... That can be a bit confusing for you guys because, you know, I've just given you all these rules about when to use slang. But the truth of the matter is, it's your own blank canvas, right? You can choose to use slang in whatever way you want to use slang. However you fancy doing it today, that's fine. It's your art, it's your canvas, it's your life, you decide how you want to use it. If you want to use as much slang as humanly possible in every situation, there's no stopping you. That's your call. It's up to you. But I would say, just as a kind of bit of a advice from a teacher, right? Pick your moments. There's a time and a place for everything. And you should be a bit more careful about when you try and use these things. Don't use it. Don't try and show on it into every conversation. Don't try too hard to use it, right? What I would suggest, if you are talking to British people and, you know, you're part of a group, maybe you join a company, you're at work, and if you hear the same kind of slang words come up quite often,
start to incorporate that into your vocabulary as well. Like one of the most annoying things in the world is where in, in England, there's something called Cockney rhyming slang. You know, it's where they take a, two words as a phrase and it rhymes with a word and it's like slang. Like, for example, apples and pears, stairs, dog and bone, phone, right? And there's nothing more annoying that somebody comes up and be like, all right, mate, you're going up the apples and stairs, are you, to get the dog and bone? Like, no, mate, I'm from Yorkshire. I don't speak like that. <laughs> what are you on about? Like, trying... There's nothing worse, right? If you're trying to be part of a group and you use the wrong slang. So pay attention to what's going on around you. You know, try to use the more common slang words. If you go back to episode three of this podcast, it's like the 10 most used British slang words. It kind of across the board, most people are going to be able to understand what you mean and they're used most of the time. Stick with these 10 for starters. You know, let's start there and work out what extra slang words you should learn based on the people around you or the kind of groups that you usually are a part of or, you know, that kind of stuff. Try and pay attention to what's going on around you and they, they are the slang words that you should focus on. And speaking of slang words, we've already mentioned episode three. If you haven't listened to it, go back through the archives, give it a listen. 10 British slang words that most people use every day. And of course, there's also my British slang guide. It's an A to Z guide, a British slang that you can download right now for free, completely for free, mate. Put your money away. I don't want it. I just want you to get it and start learning British slang so you can love British slang as much as I do because it's a wonderful way to express yourself. So if you want to get that, the link is in the show notes or you can go to Britspeak.co forward slash British dash slang dash guide. That's Britspeak.co forward slash British dash slang dash guide. Or just click the link in the show notes. That's probably going to be easier. Put your details in. I'll email it you immediately. And Bob's your uncle. You'll be a master of British slang. So good stuff. Hopefully you found that interesting. Hopefully you found it enjoyable. And I'd love to know your thoughts. Of course, you can reach out to me via email. You can reach out to me on Spotify by leaving a comment. So yeah, thank you very much. And the last request I've got for you today is whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, Stitcher, whatever, do me a favor and leave me a rating and a comment on there. It's the best way to help the podcast grow. You know, if you're enjoying it, give it five stars. Put a little comment like, Dan's podcasts are amazing. You should all listen to it. Bloody hell. Whatever. <laughs> and it's it's just the easiest way that you can support the podcast and help me out and kind of get the word out. You know, if people leave it a good rating, more people are likely to give it a try and so on and so forth. So if you wouldn't mind, I'd proper appreciate it. But basically then, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll see you in the next one. See it.